I just don't understand why it yeah. got that bad. Against a team that is pretty poor, right? Well, yeah, really. From the makers of the I Took My Lad to Leeds podcast. Lad to Leeds breakfast podcast. It's Tuesday. Tuesday the 4th, not Monday. Don't get tricked by these bank no, holidays. No, no. Skullduggery, everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Welcome, the Lad to Leeds Breakfast Podcast. It, this is where you get every weekday that isn't a bank holiday. Yeah. A Leeds United fulfillment of chat and nonsense, hopefully walking away positive. So let's get stuck straight into the positive vibes, right? Yes. Let's get into there. And talk about the football from the bank holiday weekend. It's only good, isn't it? Because Mark Jackson's under-23 lifted the championship trophy yesterday. Right. Yeah! After a brilliant 5-2 win against Burnley. Burnley. Yeah! Come on, Leeds! Goals from Drama, Huggins, Greenwood, two. Two penalties Greenwood scored. And Somerville, uh, we saw a starting lineup that that had Kiko played a whole 90 minutes. Yep. Drama, Davis, who came off at halftime for Shaq. Casey, Cresswell was the captain, lifted the trophy. Yes. Berardi did a half. Somerville came on for Berardi at halftime and then went and scored. Huggins, Jenkins, Rodrigo played, subbed at halftime. In fact, he, I think he uh, uh, set up the opener, uh, to be honest, he set yeah. up drama. Um, and nice then, uh, obviously, we had Greenwood on there who played a full 90 and McCarran yeah. who played the full 90 as well. Well done, boys. Nice one. Seriously, big round of applause. Did us proud. It looked yeah. great. It looked absolutely brilliant seeing... The trophy lifted just up. Limbs. A proper just limbs. Be careful on that stage. The stage looked really slippy because it was throwing it down with rain. But well done, Mark Jackson. <coughs> Mark Jackson. Jackson. Mark Jackson <laughs> and the under-23s. I'm losing my voice all of a sudden. Got really excited um, for that brilliant championship win. It was great seeing Leeds lifting a trophy, no matter yeah. what level. Absolutely wonderful stuff. I think we said on this show before, Mark Jackson, the manager, he's now won the title with the under-18s and now the under-23s. Let's hold on to him. Let's not let him go. Yes. Let's not let him go because he's the kind of guy now with that 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 backing, that collateral that will be nicked to go manage a, a professional yeah. team. I, 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 Maybe a lower league. But well, well, just like what you see happened uh, over the summer when we lost our assistant manager and under-23 manager. But in all fairness, Huddersfield came 20th well, this well, season. It's so. gone awful. It's gone yeah. awful for them over there. But, I mean, I think that's probably got more to do with a club than Carlos. Um, maybe next season for Carlos on that one. Uh, so, yeah, that's all the football done. Nice one. Great podcast. See you yep. later. Let's go. Of course not. Of course Let's not. drag ourselves through it. Let's do it. Brighton away on Saturday. So, the uh, the team news came in. Yeah. No Helder Costa in it, the squad. It was all a surprise to us because of the blackout. No me. Calvin Phillips in the squad. And then, obviously, there was all these uh, lineups 
put up on on uh, Amazon, which were just wrong. You kind of looked at them and go, "What? No, is that going to happen?" But the one thing they did get right that Dallas was, it felt right. like put out onto the right. Yeah. In fact, do you know what? Let's get straight to it. They had uh, Cock in at centre back when they announced the team, and yeah, free at the back. Cock uh, ended up in CDM, see a central midfield role, which I, yeah. I think was meant to be the Calvin role where you dropped back in, but it really more felt like throughout the game he did stay in midfield he was a lot further forward maybe yeah. than say what Calvin would do if we play free at the back Calvin would normally drop into that right yeah it felt more like Ailing or Alioski made up, came across yeah. made the three depending on yeah. you know what happened there um I think that's right. I don't know. Let us know, LFU, if you think it was a little bit different. And then, yeah, Dallas just seemed to go go out on the right-hand side. It, it really led to, I thought, all the way up to the, the shambles of the goal on the 12th minute where Alioski did, uh, you know, after playing so brilliantly. Yeah. He just let's hand it to that. him. He's got it in his locker, right? Oh, yeah. It was no that's surprise. A, that's, that, that's one of the only problems with him, really. There were two, by my counting, there were two players in front of that guy he decided to bring down to stop yeah. him from scoring as well. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if Alioski sees that or not, but he has got it in his head. But I think yeah. the point I'm trying to make here is before that, they were battering us. It was yeah. like we didn't have we, any... We, it looked like it was going to be one of those days where it's just kind of like, you know, we're getting absolutely battered. Well, for me, I thought it seemed... Uh, uh, I've got to argue with you there because I just kind of think this was a really weird performance. I, I hadn't seen his play like this for a long time. It felt like offensively yeah. we did not have anything. No. If it felt like it was like though- going back to the champ. It's like um, you remember that Birmingham game where like we lost two one, but like we couldn't but, do anything. Well, but I thought in that Birmingham game we we had chances. Yeah, no. Looking did. back to that, this one, I think we didn't get past the halfway line. Um, if, like we, first if, if we did, we soon lost the ball. Yeah, you know the, the normal like one twos and not that he weren't coming off. Um, it looked like we were more into let's let's just lump it up front um, or let's just run at them, give it to Jackie, yeah, and let him run. Like give it to Dallas, he'll run at them and get past them. No, no, it didn't happen because you know what did they have on the wings? What did they have? Their wing backs are like these like big like four Six bedroom houses. <laughs> Four bedroom houses on either side, right? Yeah. Semi detached. Huge. From the back three. Yeah. Semi detached from the back three. I mean, they literally defended. I saw Ian Wright say on the weekend, uh, Brighton did a Leeds on Leeds. Did they? I I can't remember the last time we played with with one two. I'm gonna say they literally played with six at the back the whole time. You could argue, yeah. I, and I don't think I'm. A, it might even be more if you if you look at that. And they did. I, yeah. I mean, they had three, and then their wing backs didn't do much winging. Well, it's kind of what you they, expect. They weren't like flying yeah, down the wing. It's kind, it's kind of what you expect from a relegation battling team well, when you don't have the ball. Put I, every single man I, behind the ball. Look, I'm not knocking it. They did that brilliantly. They, they did, came they in with a tactic, well. and it seems to be helping them. Yeah. Right? It seems to be helping them out of there. My point being is the way we approached it. It was almost like we hadn't considered they'd do that. Yeah. It looked like our plan was, we'll do what we do, except we're going to play three at the back because they're playing two. So it's okay. So we've amended what we normally do to counteract the fact that they play two up front. Yeah. But we're not thinking about the fact that they play six at the back. 
which is what it came down to. I'm not over exact. It's a three, then they have a sitter, and then they have those two wing backs. And and, and if you if were on <laughs> telly, you'd see me holding up my fingers now. Yeah. Those wing backs don't move no. past the halfway line. No. They just put their knees into our players' faces and get away with it. Yeah. And then go, oh, sorry, I'm too much of a big brick whatever yeah let's wear big brick it's like even <coughs> that's what the commentators were saying they were saying like oh you know they are big players so you know they will lose control but, sometimes well, great but i mean get foul it's a foul yeah. simple as I mean, god i mean penalty shambles you know good penalty i thought mez almost got his hand to it yeah, no, like he it, but he, he was such a good penalty there was no way he was going to yeah. touch that uh, after that maybe two minutes later dallas uh, down the right wing, he he got behind, um, uh, you know, the, the big lummox of a of a left back, and yeah. he he kind of created our first chance, and we got a corner, yeah. and you know, without Rafina, we don't have a corner taker, uh, right? Yeah. Harrison, I mean, I, you need some corner practice. Yeah. Well, mate. Uh, not you know, not just Harrison. I think literally everyone but Rafina needs to learn how to take corners. Yeah. There should be a corner training day. Honestly, his corners weren't even making it past like the first man sometimes. And then our second chance came. Yep. Lorente from the halfway line. <laughs> Go on, lad. I mean, oh, no. You might, you might as well. I mean, in all fairness to Lorente, even though there he was, was off some, his line, there were some disastrous moments from Lorente. He absolutely looked like one of our best players. Oh, he did. That was a nice little bit where he, he turned oh, cool. so quick. Well. He t- yeah. Like for a centre back, it's like abnormal for them to turn that quick. We, we should we should have a debate about the the turn when he did two of their players. Yeah, and you were like, "Oh, Dad! Oh, did you see?" Because I think I'd gone to the loo. Yeah, and he went, "Dad, he's just Lorente. He's just totally done their play." It's like, hang on a minute, you know how how confident are we about someone doing Cruyff turns in our <laughs> own penalty box? I mean, I, I I like it. It almost feels like I mean when it when it goes off well. He's going to do a few of these. Do you know, like a bit like the Pontus Johansson vibe? There's a bit of yeah. that about this guy. Yeah. Isn't there? That, like, you not know, remember Pontus Johansson used to do some great turns. Uh, was that the Blackburn game? He did like a little Maradona. Yeah, no, yeah. he did. He did like yeah. a Maradona around two plays and one went and, flying. And, you know, like these amazing, like, you know, spin and back yeah. heel, didn't see it stop the ball moves and all that. I've, there's something about Lorente that's very Pontus-y. I think the way he plays, but maybe not like, you know, actual character. Well, yeah, maybe the character's better. And that's maybe what why Bielsa was so happy yeah. to I'm, I'm not looking... Listen, it feels like I'm knocking him. And we all saw... His mistakes weren't as half as bad as what went on in front of him. No. Therefore, I think, no. you know, we're gunning here, right, for a potential... Yeah. You know, man of the match, Merv Award winner that possibly, we're talking possibly. about. Um, there was some lovely techers from, you know, there was kind of like, after the score to goal, it was like a 10-minute period. Lovely techers from Tyler down the right where he did that little scoop and Harrison cut in, yeah. made a chance. And then, you know, it, it, it kind of summed up the game was the knee to Ailing's face by that by that <laughs> yeah. big lummox. And, yeah. and nothing happens. Nothing happens. It's not a yellow card. VAR don't see it, and it's yeah. kind of like you know, even the commentators go, "Oh, he's a big lad, you know, that's he's so much taller." You know, he's just it's going to happen. It's he's gonna not happen. going for the ball. He is kneeing our player in what he thought would be the body, but it ends up being the player's face. Yeah, I, I, I just, and then you know, we we get to the end of the game, and we know that I think there was a little nice move by Alioski yeah. and Harrison, wasn't there, down the left at some point. 
but uh, but you know Brighton were just all over them. That, that press they were. Yeah. and any offensive move, if it got Cock definitely played. I feel a little further up than say um, we would have Calvin Phillips, but I yeah. think that's because it felt like the the rules were let's put the fullbacks yeah, in full to make the free. Yeah. So he didn't have to drop in. And I just thought, from Cock, then there was nothing. Like, literally It was nothing. invisible. It was lovely seeing Click look fit and not yep. injured play. And he put a good shift in. But nothing happened between him and Tyler. No. Nothing happened between Ky- uh, Tyler, Click, and Bammy. Yeah. Nothing. The pack didn't even have a touch. It almost the felt like... The touches he had was when he literally came back into and, his own arm. And do you know why that was? Because he was marked by three big, huge houses. Yeah. Two... He was like two... I mean, it was like a t- a three terraced houses marked him. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. And I, I just find it amazing. We did not think they were going to... Have we not come up with a plan for that? Have we not? We've come up I with mean, a plan to defend. But we haven't come up with a plan for the bit up front, right? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. lo and behold, a positive move is made Yeah, at half-time, which is Pervader comes on for Alioski, who, who just got totally targeted and totally sussed out. Not that no one of those teams in April could handle him. But, yeah, yeah Brighton... Know, the, the, Brighton the apparent big six, yeah, but Brighton uh, absolutely uh, marshal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, weird. <laughs> just weird. God. You know, just really odd. I mean, you know, yeah. you look at that, I mean, Dallas moves over to that side and you just kind of think straight away, you go, We've re- we really have set up wrong here. Because, yeah. you know, let, let's just look at the facts. Dallas has been our best central midfield player. Oh, and I has. know there have been injuries here, yeah. like Calvin. I don't know why we did not go with this. Here's an option. And obviously, you know, Bielsa, I will always kneel down to. Yeah. But I'm thinking, why didn't we keep him in the central midfield and put Harrison on the right like he likes to do and does quite yeah. a lot and did in this game at one point and put um, and put Roberts on the left? Yeah. Because that's where he's done well from. Uh, many a time we've seen him. Oh, yeah. Maybe even switch that round yeah. if that's why. I mean, the bigger question is, Pervader should have started <laughs> and we should have had him in this yeah, team. Yeah, possibly, yeah. You know, don't have, having Dallas don't, 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 don't have click. Don't have click. If that's the way you're going to play, take click yeah. out, put Pervader in. You've got Tyler in there. You know, click's not exactly burning on form. We need to have click in. Yeah. You know, especially as, when Dallas is, you know, playing brilliant. Where you've got Pervader, who comes on at half time, and probably, for me, is challenging Meslier. Meslier. And he's also challenging Lorente. Yeah. And for me, well, well, I mean, we'll talk about it. You know, spoilers for the Merva Wars. But I tell you what, when a sub comes on and excites you and yeah. looks fun, you know, you could see he was a little bit. Oh my god, these guys are giants! I'm gonna have to go a little bit inside. Yeah, <laughs> these guys are literally gonna like stand on me with their foot. Polacks me. Yeah. He's like, whoa, man. Watch out. It reminded me of a scene in Hunger Games where they're like, and is it a Hunger Games or what's that other one that ripped off for Hunger Games? I don't know, where they're in arena and things are dropping on them. Like big blocks of stone and like pervaders are going, oh my God, I just need to get around these things. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah. Size of one of their legs. In, in my notes for this, um, I kind of wrote by about the 60th minute. 
and I think this sums up the the, the performance as a whole. If there was ever a, um, an argument for the Bielsa burnout, it was watching that game. Anyone who's ever gone, yeah, Bielsa's teams burn will burn out. You know, Karen Kearney would have been watching this going, yeah, there you go, that's what it was on about. <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah. But, uh, this was evidence. It, was, yeah. it looked like that. It looked like it. And, you know, we got to a point, guys, where the commentator was saying Dunk has a bit of pa- Paolo Maldini about him. I've even heard calls for Dunk to get into England after his performance after that. <laughs> and let's not Wasn't forget... Good? I mean, let's not remember the run that we let Ben White have. Yeah. He, ben White literally ran from his own box and to our box. It's, it's, like, it's like, you know, as soon as he got into, like, the edge of our box, he's like, oh, wait, he's not playing for Leeds. Like, <laughs> you know, let's do something about oh, it. It was crazy. It was just so yeah. un-Leeds. Even... I think even at Crawley, we maybe even put up a better fight. <laughs> and I know that was full of a, like, a mixed a match. Stretch. I know it was a mixed match, but that was a mixed match of all kinds of players. Yeah. Whereas this, it, it literally looked like, and there's almost there's certain players you look at, right? You go and look at Ailing. Look at how Ailing's playing. Look what he's saying. And you could see even in Ailing's face, he looked kind of like drawn out. Yeah. It was like, oh, but there's nothing. There was like a little chat between him and Dallas. And normally you'd see them having a bit of a smile and a laugh, and yeah. they, they didn't. You know, it, it's, you know, when you've got a player, like, we all know how good Ben White is. Yeah. But we are, but you if there's a team that know how to deal with Ben White, it's us. Yeah. Ben White knows, probably thinking there, this is what Ben White's thinking. He's going, I know, these guys play like this. I reckon if I get a bit, a bit like John Stones did, I can get, get forward a bit. Yeah. And, you know, he did, but, I mean, how he stood off him, like, no one yeah. wanted to take him. Yeah. And that might explain why why uh, Bammy got subbed. I mean, the, the big thing about Bamford getting subbed, right, for me, regardless, I mean, Rodrigo just looked like he wasn't fit. No. He just looked like, yeah. I, I, it's far too early for Rodrigo to come. Yeah. Just far too early. The fact that he played for the under-23s yesterday just yeah, shows how, yeah, no, how just unfit show. he must have been. Yeah. But, for me, you bring off Bamford when you're losing, then I think that that shows we are, are far off now. We're far. Yeah. The squad isn't. It's you. You bring off your top goal scorer, and yeah, he hasn't had a great run now. But we, I think, we can all agree, LF, LFU, that he has played well in these games that he hasn't scored it. Yeah. So to bring him off when we need a goal. As early as it was to bring him off as well. Yeah. I just felt like this kind of that felt like a towel. Well, you would have thought to just pair him up front with someone. It, maybe, it felt you know? like a towel being thrown in for me. Yeah. That. It almost, and you saw when that second goal happened, moments after Lorente gets subbed, arguably our best player, he gets subbed yeah. off. And for, for Pablo, like what, less than 30 seconds they go and score? And you could see there was just this confusion. Strike just looked confused. You're yeah. like, oh, my God, I've got to do everything here. Uh, yeah, there's arguments maybe that Mez should have come out and helped out a bit better in that moment, but I think it solely did land. That second one landed on strike. Ball went in, from his clearance, a Bobbin's yeah. clearance, and then you, you yeah. look round, and who's marking who here, guys? It's Danny <laughs> yeah, Welbeck. He's been on the pitch... He's been on the pitch. What was it? Seventy-nine minutes. 
And what, we've all of a sudden let him free in our box. And not only in our box, he's had the time to bring a ball down, which yeah. he did brilliantly oh, and, yeah. and fantastic. I mean, I mean the, tu- the touch away, it was a goal. Absolutely. But we've allowed him yeah. to take a ball down It, it like should have been dealt with, but really, though, you know, it's a great touch to get away from strike than, you know, an even better finish, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then we saw, to, like, wrap it all up after that goal, we saw Click getting megged by the Brighton sub. And then, at the very end, the Brighton subs were meant to be coming on, and they weren't even dressed. So we're, like, there, topless, like, putting on the vests. Yeah. Like taking the time, like going, oh, I'm not even ready to come on here, bloody hell. Right up, uh, like even they, even the subs were like just sitting back going, oh yeah, we've got this in the bag. <laughs> this is easy, this. <laughs> why? Let's, why? Why did that happen? You know, because there was a lot of noise. Oh, yeah. Leeds are bogey team, Brighton. Well, and you made a great point a lot during the game, right? You remember your point about saying, well, when we have played them previously, it's like being a completely different environment. Yeah. Where they've yeah, actually had so. an amazing team in League One and the Championship, yeah. So that's why we we've got this bad. We you know we were a shambles, <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely uh, of a club. You're talking about like a mid-table team coming up against you know an absolutely yeah. you know fantastic bright. So that's type. why we've lost before. But d- don't forget, it's like Trossard and that. You they know? are now down near the bottom, almost getting relegated, and yeah. we're we're up there talking about you know flipping Europa League. <laughs> yeah, well briefly so why why is that happening i don't i don't get this bogey team thing why did that happen on saturday do we can anyone figure it out there was lots of oh bielsa will have us working out he demands 120 <laughs> percent we know what we're getting on monday i mean we've just literally opened up the socials today because of the blackout so i don't know if any of the players or anyone i doubt they have any anything given as a an inkling to what yeah but why did we turn up and play like that why does anyone have the really. answer? Does anyone have... How did we get beaten, Leeds United, not going in with the energy and preciseness we have been doing against yeah. so many... T- like, the the best teams in the league oh, yeah. through a- um, April and done against many more before. Yeah. We turn up and against Brighton give a crawly performance. <laughs> Why? That's why. That's can anyone the figure team this one possibly? out? Possibly, I, I, I don't know because you know you're missing Charlie, Calvin Phillips, Rafinha, Hell the Costa, even like you know he's not like the the great. It's not the most important no, player. I mean, but look, we, still we, doing... look, look, I don't want to pick on any players, but we did not lose that because Hell the Costa wasn't on the pitch. Yeah, no, no, I know, but then, but you know, look in the previous previous games when we have had Hell the Costa, look how well we've done. Calvin huge, I get that. Yeah. Tactically, Calvin huge. And I wonder if that kind of right back, left back, back three thing, yeah. if Calvin had been playing, would that have, have happened? Probably not. And I think I'm right on that, LFU. Let me know if I've got it wrong, because that's the way it just looked to me. It was a back three, and the fullbacks were yeah. kind of filling in there. Hence why Cock was so far up the pitch all the time, and it, was, it felt like there was a huge gap. Yeah. Um. I, I, it's Calvin not there, yes, but you know, I look at Ailing, yeah, and he looked absolutely like half, half the energy, <laughs> yeah, like the man normally has, yeah. Why? What's for preparation? What what happened? What was done differently? Why? I mean, it's only a question that Bielsa, Bielsa would be able is to ask, smashing really. up chairs. <laughs> I have to say, that's not you don't normally say. It no. was odd. 
We'll, we'll it probably, was really we'll, odd. We'll probably fri- find out on Thursday's press conference, really. It'll be interesting. I, I hope some questions are asked. I mean, look, yeah. this isn't me calling for, for anyone. You know, this isn't me we going, want answers. We want, like, you know, I just, uh, I just don't understand why it yeah. got that bad against... Mm-hmm. Against a team that is pretty poor, right? Well, yeah, really. You know, it's it's not that these guys are getting relegated until they played us. <laughs> They're not far off. You know, Fulham are sniffing at them. Yeah, I it was. I just why, and I and, and I hate to keep on saying it, but it just does not make sense at all yeah. for me that um i tell you what let's fire it up yeah here we go first time since uh, friday because of the blackout the show phone 077-084-3-11 liam redondo beach california says we are lucky to have come off at half time one nil this is obviously he sent this at half time lee thank you for getting in touch not sure how we we've managed to get the zero let's see what we can do in the second half well not much, mate. It, not much. it literally but whatever it out happened. To be not a lot. What happened at half time? Having said that, I yeah. thought Pov. I, for me, Pov's probably in his place. Definitely in the starting yeah. eleven now. Will the North Fleet Ninja? At least we don't have to worry about Europe anymore. <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, it, you know, Will's right though. It's kind of like it does feel. Don't know what you feel like, lad. It's kind of okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're not we're not I'll, making I'll, Europe. You know, after Tottenham, I think Tottenham we give it you know a good go. Then maybe after that we do like uh, you know letting youth players have a run out possibly. You know, Luigi and Luca in South Australia, key points on Brighton. Thanks guys for getting in touch. Love hearing from you guys down there. Uh, number one, Calvin is critical going forward as defensively. Uh, without him, our transition from defence to attack is too slow. As Bielsa says, as a team, we need um, we need to unbalance the other team. We do that through speed of transition rather than individual skill. Uh, do you know what? I couldn't agree more because we were absolutely firing balls up to Bamford or just running at them. And like literally, you run into a back six. You're not going to get past that. Pervaded will be a baller and he will learn a lot from Rafinha. Three, Lorente should not have been taken off. Four, Click is not at the races at the moment. I think his hip injury is obviously really affecting him. Because if he's getting hip surgery, don't play him. Yeah. You almost you like to say put him into surgery, let's have him back for the start exactly, of the season, yeah. right? Uh, but that was partly because Calvin was not on the pitch. You know, Click did. Do you know what? I did think Click actually ran about all right. Yeah. I yeah. did think he looked alright. Harrison should not do set plays. There you go. The number of crosses over and under hit was shocking. Six time to get Alioski. Not good. Time to go, Alioski. Sorry, not good go. enough defensively. And we have better wingers. Do you know what though? He has. You've got to remember, he has played really well for whatever yeah. reason. I think Alioski might be perceived as a bit of a scapegoat on this one. Yeah, because of the penalty. He didn't look. He didn't have a great game, but who did? Yeah, like literally, we, yeah, the conversation is we're talking goal, goalkeeper and the sub that came on at half time. Yeah, um, on to the Spurs, where I reckon we will win if Raf and Calvin on the pitch and Lorente does a job on Kane. Wow, what an ask that is, Luigi and Luca in South Australia. Thanks loads for that, Ali in Gainsborough. It's hard to say, but I think Bielsa has to take the blame for this one. Taking Dallas out of the centre of midfield weakened us significantly. Wouldn't have been such a problem if Calvin was playing, but without him, it was huge. I thought Cock did okay in Calvin's role, 
Pervader looked dangerous when he came on. Absolutely, Ali. I mean, yeah. again, that's kind of certainly my thoughts. I don't know if Lad agrees agrees with that. Now we're moving on a little bit. Sean in Newcastle. Everton have joined Chelsea, Leeds United, Tottenham, Barcelona, and Inter Milan in wanting to sign Argentinian striker Sergio Aguero, who will be available on a free transfer when he leaves Man City in the summer. That's according to the star on Sunday, Sean in Newcastle told us. Uh, I won't believe anything those guys tell you. Uh, what Would you want him, Sean asked? Uh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could Let's dream. Yeah. We can dream, Let's but... Let's get him in. I'm yeah. happy with that. If that is an option, let's Hi. get him in. Uh, Dig LeBarnes, hey up, Dad, hey up, lad. Just wanted to say this week has probably been your best in terms of making me laugh. Amazing. Oy. I wish I could join him more, but as a truck driver, I've usually forgotten stuff by the time I finish work. Mate, do not worry about it. I'd like, absolutely delighted you even listen yeah. whilst you're working. Thank you. I've learned to get past your accents and terrible pronunciations. Ha, ha, ha. Generally, though, it's been a brilliant week from you both. Keep up the good work, chaps. Uh, marching on together, Diggler Barnes. Yes. That's amazing, mate. We're buzzing off that. Thank you. Absolute limbs. Uh, thank you so much. Tom in Ireland. This is brilliant. Tom in Ireland sends this, guys. Check this out. And this is for anyone in the LFU who's, who's the same age as Lad. Listen to Tom in Ireland now. Because as you know... Straight after the show, what does Lad do? He doesn't go back to bed. He doesn't get his school uniform on. He goes out and does his paper and what you've been doing for, what is it, about a month now? Yeah. About a month now? Tom says, every morning I listen to the podcast on the way to work, and when you mention Lad's paper round, I think of this story. When I was 13, I did a paper round on the council estate near where I lived in Horsforth in Leeds. I foolishly changed paper rounds in November. I did this ignorantly, thinking the big posh houses at the top of the town would give me a bigger Christmas tip than the people on the council estate. I couldn't have been more wrong. I got absolutely nothing except for one house. That house was Norman Hunter's. He came out to meet me in his dressing gown and gave me 10 quid and told me not to spend it all on sweets. What an absolute legend. I put it towards buying a BMX and learnt a life lesson about society at the same time. Cheers, Norman. Keep up the good work, lad. And that, dad. Story. that is an amazing story. Yeah. I don't think I'd be meeting any, any celebs? famous. No. Any celebs around They're here? just old people. Harry Maguire not around? No? Uh, they're all in hiding at the moment, those man you boys. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're all, they're definitely, all hiding. Definitely. And, and on that, look, it's almost like a, a cheesy radio show. Carl and Nade sent us in. Protests are over now in Manchester because the last train back to London is at 5 p.m. <laughs> that was obviously sent on Sunday. Carl, and, Carl, just behave yourself, all right? Okay, that's bang out of order. It's completely wrong information. The last train back to London was at 7 p.m. That's what I'm oh, saying. 0747 gag. The weather around Ellen Road, dry during the morning, but high chances of rain through the afternoon, bro. Yeah. Uh, but with bits of sun, highs of seven degrees over at Four Parts, where, I mean, obviously, I wonder what happened yesterday. Nobody yeah. knows. It was a blackout. We, there's just no information coming out of the ground they won't know till the end of the week yeah. before the press conference i would say yeah um but yeah today guys if you're heading over to four parts more of the same just like in in Leeds, but a little yeah. bit warmer eight degrees now it's not very pleasant to do this but we've got to do it every Leeds player that plays in the first team match will receive a lad to lead right out of ten 
At the end of the season to play, who totals the highest number of points will receive a first ever Murder Award. Oh, yeah. Here we go. So we're looking at away versus Brighton. Murphy's our resident bingo machine. He has balls inside him. You probably heard Lad filling him with balls all the way through that, what we were talking before. <laughs> it took a time there. That, that's Lad still got his cough. Yeah. Not COVID. We went for a no, COVID no, we test. Did, we we actually went for a COVID test and Lad has not got COVID. Yes. There we go. So we fill that bingo machine up with balls. I have numbers on those balls. And those numbers represent the shirt numbers of the Leeds players who turned up against Brighton. Like I say, they turned up. That's it. Yeah. That's they played. Here we go. Shall we get the ratings out there, lad? Yes, right there. Come on. Number two, Luke Ayling. Luke Ayling. Well, actually a great one to start with because, yeah. you know, Luke Ayling, I don't even think we got an Ayling flop, did we not? No, don't We're going to do so. five today, by the way. Just five, so okay. Yeah, I've, uh, uh, and, and on five, I think a five. Five, yeah. I think that's... Good enough. Lower or higher? Any? No? That's bad. Let's go five. Uh, number nine, Patrick Bamford. I mean, again, I'm drawn to five. Yeah, five. He turned up. Yeah. He did affect the game. It's like, I thought, again, just going back, right, guys? Shouldn't have been brought off, right? No. You're one nil down. You're not bringing it. I don't understand that. Yeah. Especially when you saw how unfit Rodrigo was. Right, and, uh, number 19, Pablo Hernandez. I mean, came on for Lorente, and we conceded straight away. Yeah. Um, I don't Can't think I had. I, him, I don't think I had anything to do with Pablo. He did bring a. I felt like a zest of energy. Yeah, did come on there, but for a bit more, a little bit more. Did confident. he play any better or worse than Patrick Bamford or Luke Ayling? Not sure. Can we say? No, there's no real opinion on that, right? No. So I think we go five again. Five again. Let's go five again. Right there. There we go. If we can't argue it along that level we've set with yeah. Ailing and that. Right then, uh, number 14, Diego Lorente. I mean, near enough our man of the match, right? Yeah. He's got to be up there. I mean, do we go... I think this is the thing. He's seven. challenging it six or seven. Seven just, for me, feels like a bit high. Okay. We'll go six. I mean... Because I'm not gonna lie, I think the majority of people from the way we're going are gonna get a five. Yeah. So yeah. six. I don't know. There might be someone who gets lower than a five. Possibly. Uh, let's six. go six. Let's go six. One more. Yeah. Let's uh, do the last one for today. Right then, it is number oh, uh, twenty-one. Pascal Strike. Pascal Strike. Well, yeah. I mean, he certainly is not getting a six, <laughs> oh. especially for that second goal. You're right there, lad. Yeah, sorry. It's not COVID, so no, stop putting it COVID. on. Um. Five. five. We're going five. There's a five. five. I think that feels right, right, LFU? Yeah, I think so. All the fives today. All the fives. All the fives. I think so. I think that sounds fair enough for everyone. Yep. Um, yeah, there we go. Ah, I hate I hate it when we have to do the move awards like that. Shall we have a bit of a pick-me-up? Eh? Who fancied a bit of a pick-me-up? Because last Friday, but well, you might not re- remember this because of everything that's gone yeah. on since, Last Friday, we laid into the ground. We buried the big game, finish it. That began, you know, the reason we buried it is because it didn't end up being a big game. Despite yeah. Sean in Newcastle helping us to yeah. add a little bit more flavour to it, gave us everything, that lad, Sean in okay. Newcastle. We buried it. 
Yeah. So what do we do instead? What could bring a smile to everybody's faces? Oh, oh. What's, this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? Sponsored by Beelzebul. Because when every fan sees Beelzebul, they say... What's this? Yes, for all you no, regular listeners, back. you know it's back. It's back this back, is baby. the biggest game in a podcast world proven. Because Vadini Talks podcast says the world hasn't been the same since this game stopped. The Obsessed with Line of Duty podcast says this game is more welcome back because of how bad the finisher end was, but also the Line of Duty end was. And then the Shrine of Duty podcast, which is an unofficial Line of Duty podcast, says exactly <laughs> what they just said. Yeah. Like they do over time. So... We have a Leeds United sound. Lad doesn't even know the answer to this, by the way. It's a Leeds United-related sound. All you have to do is tell us, what's this? It's as simple as that. And if you do, you win a prize designed by a lad's sister. And I look back in the records, lad. Simon in Nottingham was the last one to get a What's the This X, certificate designed champ. by a last sister. Simon in Nottingham, he is, so, he is reinstated as the champ, okay? Uh, you can let us know what you think this noises are about to set up. Here's the numbers. Write them down. If you don't have it already, put us in your phone, 0747-084-3211. Put it Lad to Leeds in yes. your phone. Lad to Leeds podcast. Save us in there. Oh, so yes. you can WhatsApp us. Socials at Lad to Leeds. Slip into our DMs. Email Lad to Leeds at gmail.com. Are we ready? We're going to play you a Leeds United noise. It's related to Leeds United. Something to do with Leeds. Just tell us. Here we go. What's this? The shock of the century. <laughs> the shock of the century. There you go. The shock of the century. You know how you can get those like generated voices that like read out stuff. It sounds like mm. that. The shock of the century. It's something to do with Leeds United. It's connected to Leeds United. The shock of, of the course. century. There you go. <laughs> the shock of the century. Oh double seven four seven oh eight four three double one. Do you know what that this is? Can you tell us what's this? The shock of the century. At Lad to Leeds, slip into our DMs. The shock of the century. Lad to Leeds at gmail.com. The shock of the century. The shock of the century. There you go. Leeds United noise. Something it's associated to Leeds United back. What's this? It's back big time, guys. What do you think? Hopefully that's got your brain ticking over. Obviously, you guys get to rewind it back if you want. Have a listen. Do you think you know what it is? If you do, get in touch with us. But first, let's look forward. Let's look into the future. Let's forget about the weekend. Let's look towards Spurs on Saturday. The Spy in the Sky with Ollie's behind the wheel tyres and exhausts. Always there when anything falls apart. An unbelievable, fantastic... Yes, we are Leeds and we spy where we want to. Burr. Lad has a spy cop. What the hell was that that you just did? Oh, was that a boom? It yeah. sounded like a burp. Burr. Oh, my word. Uh, Lad has Hot a spy copter, which is currently on eBay. Because we've decided we're going to save the environment and not fly the helicopter yeah. anymore. It currently got grounded. Yeah. Drones are electric, so it's the way forward. All right, yeah, absolutely. Drones. So we've got a drone. We've got a drone to replace the actual spy copter, and we go and spy where we want to because we're leads, 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 and lad flies it down, checks out our next opposition, which is 
Spurs at home this yes. Saturday, 12.30pm kickoff on BT Sport and find out something about them that we did not know. Lad, what have you found out about the Spurs? So the club was formed in 1882 when boys from Hotspur Cricket Club oh, formed Hotspur good. FC so that they could play a sport during the winter. The name was changed to Tottenham Hotspur in 1884 to avoid any confusion with another club, London Hotspur. They should play. See, this is a problem, which we're going to actually talk about in a second. How many clubs came from cricket? Do, you know, but do you not think that they should play cricket? You know, like they've got an NFL pitch that gets yeah. up. They should have a cricket pitch that turns up in there. I think uh, dimensions wouldn't be right. Of course it would be. No, no because... Cause you're it's like that stadium's like a transformer, no, no, man. No, no, but like it's either you're going to have a long, like... You know, downfield or like you know, like an off and leg side, or you're going to be like dead short. You know, I, I mean, work. look, I, you've totally lost me. I'm, oh. I'm not a cricket guy. I, I am a Yorkshireman, but and you know, my grandfather actually played for Yorkshire, yeah. but cricket just never connected with me. I understand so the rules. I understand cricket like yeah, terminology and rules. You're into it. You're into. You played it on the Xbox loads, haven't you? Yeah, more than you have played it in real life. Uh, what are the roads like round uh, Ellen Road today? Well, little to no traffic around Ellen Road, but there is a queue at McDonald's drive through Yeah, there the you go. in the sky. <laughs> hey, so some good news that broke over the weekend. Uh, the square ball broke the, the protocol for good reason and tweeted out because they're very close. They, they produce, yep. the guys who, who do the square ball produce for Phil Hay podcast. Phil Hay, the operation went well. Recovering well, that Lovely. was great news to see. You know, touch wood all thinking about you, Phil. Um, so sending your thoughts there. Obviously, though, we can't leave, surely, without picking up on, like, fairly epic news that happened over the weekend. Yep. Just down the road from where we do our podcast now, in, in Manchester City Centre, uh, at the Scums Ground, uh, the protests which went ahead and all the controversy spilled out yesterday... Lad, what as, as a new generation football fan, and you actually had a mate who went down yeah. to, to Old Trafford, right, and got mm-hmm. involved in it, and got, got in the stadium. Yeah. We, you know, we, we talked about going to the protest when it was Liverpool-Leeds, didn't we? Yeah. We said, let's go down and protest against this thing. What are you as a, as a young... And, you know, don't worry about this. You've got to stand by what you think oh. as a young... No, but don't. As a young fan of football, you're a big... You play football, you watch football... You do esports football. You know, football's huge in your life. You know that you were quite anti. Well, although they were aiming at your market, you were still quite anti the, the Euro Super League, weren't you? You were. Yeah. You didn't like kind of. You weren't really into was it. Was anyone behind it? Really? Well, I mean, do you know what? Yeah, I think a few people were. You know, I think there are, and that's they. Are, when people like who own those clubs, they're moving into that market because they know there's an audience there. Yeah, and that's why I thought. For me, and I'm going to say what I feel in a minute, but you know, for me, what happened on the weekend, I think there is there are some elements of it that I totally agree with. But lad, what? How do you feel about it, general? Don't let me. I don't want to feed you into it. So have your say now. Imagine that was Leeds, for example. Oh, I, th- I think you know, you know, protesting against your club owners fine because I mean, you know, the Glazers, you could argue, have kind of you know. Ruined United, you could say. How? But but I think but I think you know because they're just because uh, yeah, obviously well Super League first of all. Yeah, but how else? You know, and then also you know, like splashing out money on these players, like you know Van der Beek, Not Van the, der Beek, for I mean, example. You know, no, no, yeah, but they sanctioned that. They sanctioned those signings, so you could say yeah, they are to blame. But they, you know, they 
and quite rightly, you'd want they are meant to be advised by footballing people that yes, this is a good deal. Yeah, we need this player. And I think, and I think also at the same times, you know, that, that they do know. And by the way, that same team's finishing second in the league yeah. this season. But but the thing is, though, I, I well, yeah, obviously, but like I think you know, um, also these guys, they they literally know nothing about football. They've been in the business. They've been in the business, but they know nothing about football. What football owner does. Yeah, you know, Roger Zarni does. I'm pretty sure. Uh, he knows a lot. Do you know where he's made his money? Made well, his money TV. Watch TV rights. Yeah, but the, but the thing is, though, if you're investing in a football club, though, you know, like, especially, it's, you know, especially with your clubs, like, say, like, you know, like, Crystal Palace, you know, I'm talking about, like, your lower half Prem yeah. clubs, you know, not big six. You, you, you're going to like your football. However, when you look at these top six clubs, you, you know, when, when you, like, want to buy it, you don't care about football. You're thinking, God, I can make so much money out of this. Yeah. But, you know, I think, I think the protests, you know, I think, you know, it's fine, but obviously there's a certain limit to it, you know. God knows how they managed to get into the... And what's your limit? What's your limit on it? Well, obviously going into the ground. You know, it's all you know. It's all fine, like, because, I mean, there was an amazing turnout outside the ground, if you saw pictures and, of it. And the hotel at the Lowry in town. Yeah, and, and it was brilliant. So, I mean, um, you know, then obviously there's going into the ground, which, you know, it, like, come on, guys, you, you're playing against if Liverpool. If that was Ellen Road, would you have gone into Ellen Road? If you were protesting against <laughs> Kevin, if the exactly. gates opened, I probably would. There you go. <laughs> you know. And what would you have done when you got in there? Stand about. <laughs> would you have nicked a flag? Would you climb onto the goal? I, I think. I think. All, I think. You would know, you have thrown a flare? I think nicking a flag and throwing flares like directly towards like the box, and that is a bit, you know, over the top. If someone handed you a flare and went, lob that. No, I wouldn't. I just, just hold it up in the air. You wouldn't throw it. No, no. Proud of you, son. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, you, you, why, like, what's the reason behind throwing? Why it? would you have gone in the ground? Because you know everyone else's, and also you know, and you know how many times you get to stand in the middle of Elland Road. But or, you're doing it illegally. Pitch. You're doing it illegally, but like you know, that it's like your own chance, what, so, really. So, so actually, right then. What you're saying is, you've gone into the ground Would you, for every other you, reason, for every other reason than protest. If you, you've gone into the well, ground, no, obviously you're going to protest into no, the ground. No, no, though, no. no but, but when I ask you why you're going into the ground, you said because everyone else is. And how often do you get to go and stand on the pitch? <laughs> Would you go into the ground? Do you know what I think? This this is a bit. This is the interesting piece. Okay, and I think this is the, the for me. There's two elements here. Yeah is I actually think what the Man United fans did, and I hate to say it, and it makes me feel a bit when I do say it, what the Chelsea fans did the other week was absolutely phenomenal and brilliant. Yep. And I know we got there first. We you know, we probably, there was too short a time to organise what we wanted to do. Yeah. I think, in fact, Liverpool-Leeds game had been a bit later. We would have probably had something more like the Chelsea yeah. um, demonstrations, but then obviously it disappeared. Yeah. Uh, by the time it got to that. I, I, think, I think I'm right, LFU, in saying that, you know, People, LF, part of the LFU, certainly that live in Yorkshire, probably would yeah. agree. Because, you know, we were wanting to go. Yeah. Um, I I think for me, and this is for debate, and I'd love to hear what LFU think, and this is why we're talking about it. For me, this is how I stand on it. You hear a young lad, like lad, who, who you can see can get dragged into that, who all of a sudden, it doesn't become about protest, it becomes about getting into the stadium. <laughs> 
It just does, doesn't it, right? It, I know you're laughing about it, but it's wrong. Yeah, no, it's, wrong. it's wrong. But, but however, it's right if you go into the stadium to protest because there's one thing that the Man United fans needed to do to get this across the line because football fans of, of blooming, we've done it at Leeds. We've protested. Nothing happens. Nothing. I mean, you could argue Blackpool, the fans of Blackpool, they protested for ages. They, I'm a Ryan saying LFU, they threw like uh, tennis balls onto the pitch at the end of matches and stuff, turned the back, walked out after 10 minutes. I think the, t- the Geordies have done this up there yeah. because they've been protesting, but nothing happens. So in all fairness to the Man United fans, they needed to do something that, hopefully wasn't harmful to mm-hmm. any human being. Something not harmful to any human being that would cancel the game. They needed that game to be postponed, sorry, not cancelled, postponed. Yeah. Or else it doesn't make the news. It's just protests outside. The game carries on. Sky completely ignore it. Yeah. The bit that gets terrible is a bit kind of what they said on the day on Sky is you get the village idiots coming in. You get young influenced lads who go, oh, my God, I'm going to get... St- to step up no but like yeah. you're that's the way you went and you went oh well everyone else is doing it so i'll do it yeah and that is where it went wrong for man united and it was only a small few apparently but i tell you what there's videos i've seen a video of a copper absolutely pummeling a lad you know and you just think wow did that go on that's ridiculous and you don't know what the lad did to that copper but you know there's there's yeah. three other coppers holding this lad down whilst the other one just lays into him. He must have done something. Well, yeah, but I mean, does he deserve to be held down by three other people and pummeled? Probably not. Well, you don't know, do you? Yeah. And and then you know the other side is you've seen people with injuries walking around with Jamie Carragher and and uh, Gary. You don't know how close that is. The problem is it spilled into that, and I think the problem is when you invade the ground and you get the 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 village idiots, you get the young lads yeah. who who. That all of a sudden you've got a load of people going in there not to protest. All of a sudden you've got a load of people coming down not to protest. And that was the issue that went on, I think. Yeah. That, 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 for me, is where you go, oh, that was wrong. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you're at Ellen Road, you're protesting against Ken Bates. The door opens, whether it's been opened by a staff member, which apparently has been denied by the scum, or it's been kicked down, which I've heard. Like yeah. There's a bit of a rumour flying around. I mean, I find that I, mean, I can't think of a door at Ellen Road you could kick down Isn't to get it? Yeah, the ground. I was, was going to say. I mean, who knows how many people were doing it, though, in yeah. all fairness. But they got in, and then all of a sudden, it doesn't become about protesting. It becomes about, let's just cause chaos and nick the corner flag. Yeah. Let's go on the net and Although it was off. quite funny seeing that lad on the net. Well, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, but for bad reasons. Not, not for You're not sitting there going, nice one, lad, for the protest. Yeah, that he's not there, and that's that's the issue. Yeah, that's, that that's where that unfortunately went the other way, mm-hmm. you know. And and but having said that, they needed that game cancelled, right? Yeah, they did. So what's it, the answer? Here? What do you do? What do you 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 knock this door down to get into there? And unfortunately, it's out of your hands. You've lost control of the protest. Yeah. The thing is, though, with United, I don't think anything's going to happen. They won't sell the well, club. Did, is it not what the Chelsea fans did, and you just don't allow the game to go go ahead because you block anyone being able to go in and play? Yeah. Breaking in's where it went wrong. Yeah. You could have stopped that game, like the Chelsea fans almost did, 
without breaking into your stadium and doing illegal acts and dangerous acts. Yeah. You know, and freedom of protest as well. It's dead easy at Old Trafford to block any traffic coming in. For any of you who've been to the scum, and yeah, dead it's, easy. It's literally like, the, to dead access easy. it, it's, it's like yeah. just streets. No problem at all. You could have stopped those buses coming in, no problem. And the, essentially, if you stopped the buses leaving the hotel. Yeah. Obviously, we're all waiting to see how um, Jurgen Klopp says this was an attack on us in Liverpool, and that's why Trent Alexander doesn't play well. <laughs> You're waiting, yeah. for, yeah, waiting yeah. for that off him. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's where it went wrong for me. And I might be yeah. oversimplifying it. And apologies. But because I actually love the fact that Man United got that that cancelled. But I'd like to think that if it came down to it, Leeds fans outside Ellen Road, right, we don't smash down the doors of our own no. home stadium. Or some brothied who sitting in there <laughs> opens up the door to us yeah. for some reason. You know, things are... They're doing all this, but I think at the end of the day... Nothing's going to happen. They're not going to sell the club because they're going. What to be, is the next step? Because they're going to be wanting ast- like astronomical amounts of money for it, which are not going to get. There's an amazing speech by Simon Jordan as well, which, which you know, Gary Neville, for for all of us as inspires, and we've looked at him and gone, wow. Yeah. I mean, him and James Corden for me stood out, and I went, oh my god, two people I've always you know grown up disliking, and um, why am I thinking they're heroes? Simon Jordan talk sport. I just caught it for like five minutes yesterday, um, and he said he he basically turned the Gary Neville thing upside down. Go, the guy's got an agenda. Like I said, there's an agenda here. You know, yeah. there's a huge better. You know, this is a guy who's, who's complaining about the Glaziers. Who, you know, this is what Simon Jordan retorted about. You know, yeah. the financials of Salford City aren't exactly you know billionaire owner trying to buy the way out of the league. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, you know, you kind of you go all right, okay. It, it's money orientated the whole thing. Oh yeah, and, and this, oh yeah. And, you know, I've, I've talked about there straight away about the the act of protest and where it went wrong, yeah. and where it should have gone, and where the discipline should have been. But unfortunately, you do that, and it attracted yeah. the scally element almost. But then you look at the whole fact is, if you asked any of those Man United fans, so why the Glazers so bad? It's not actually the Glazers' fault. But, you know, a lot of talk about, you know, the paintwork's not done at Old Trafford. Well, that's someone who's running the club here in the UK who's who should be held accountable for that. That's who should be held accountable. It's not the Glaziers. The yeah. Glaziers have employed people. The Glaziers' only problem I think they've done is not investment in the club and how it's ran. It, it, for me, I look at it and I go, you're only going to sell it to another billionaire owner who's going to have a different way of Maybe, doing yeah. it. All right? The the thing that went wrong is they wanted to tear apart the league for not running Man United badly. So what are you protesting against here, Man United fans? You know, they're actually running your club well. The people they've employed haven't done well, but they're going. Yeah. And they're going to replace them. Probably yeah. with someone who will come in. Man United will get one of the best CEOs going in the world. Fact. Well, It'll attract it's it. It's Man United. It'll attract it. Fact. Yeah. It will get it in. So that's not the problem. What are you protesting against? Spending eighty five million on Pogba, eighty million on Blooming Maguire. I don't know. I I don't get what the protest is specifically about if it's yeah. not the Euro Super League. And that's what I worry about what the next steps are. That's how I feel. Don't know how you feel. LFU don't even know if you care. Yeah. Apologies, you probably care about Man United. There's probably zero people yeah. listening to this right now because it's not that we care about Man United. But I'd like to think, you know, we've protested against many owners in the past. Yeah. We never did that. 
We never went that far. Yeah. Or did we? Maybe you know different. Love to hear from you, LFU. And you can always get in touch with us 24-7 on the show phone. Yeah. Please do, because we absolutely love it. 0777-084-311. And other than that, we will bid you farewell. Have a wonderful oh, yes. Tuesday, LFU. Yeah.